Hey, what's up, peoples? So, uh, thanks for tuning in. I definitely want to tell you, um, this has been an exciting week. Uh, I'm not going to go over everything that's happened this week um, because it has been so many things. But I think the most important thing uh, that has happened this week that I could think of was uh, Joe Biden's uh, press conference last night being uh, on uh, 910, uh, no, 9-9-21, today's attempt. Um, where he talked about his new, you know, sweeping mandates across America uh, to get people vaccinated. I think one of the biggest things uh, that people, you know, I think who are born before 9-11, I think if you were uh, an adult before 9-11, so if you was born, you know, um, I say before, probably about 1985 in that area and earlier, uh, the is a lot different um than you ever thought it was going to be uh i don't see i can't foresee any part of my life where i thought that america would be telling people you know you have to do this or else especially not with enough real clear-cut evidence of why it's super important that we do this uh and the reason why i said before 9-11 is because 9-11 ushered in a new type of uh, governance, uh, a new type of control method, which is based off fear. Um, when those towers came down uh, in New York City, um, I still remember where I was at. Uh, I was stacking, um, stocking shelves in a Meyer grocery store. And I used to work uh, where I was at, uh, worked for a, a, a soda company, no, soda snacks company. And I was uh, the RC guy uh, who worked for the RC company. I worked for Pepsi at the time. He came out and he was like, you know, have y'all watched the news? And I was like, no, you know, we didn't have, you know, <laughs> the same technology we have now. So we had to go to the Delhi area of the Myers and uh, they had a TV there and it was all over the place. We was watching the, the you know, as the towers came down, uh, the first tower got hit and then, uh, you know, then we were watching that, and then boom, the second tower came in. We and we seen that live, and it was just like it was mind blowing, and nobody even understood what was happening. Um, we didn't know if it was real or not. We really didn't believe it, and I think that um, as we know now, the things that have the things that have changed, we now know that um, the the fear of something like that happening again. Uh, allowed the government to have a power that has been unchecked ever since then. And I think we fast forward to now with this COVID-19 situation, I think they are taking full advantage of people's fear. I think they have since day one, honestly. Um, I don't think that Trump understood exactly what he even had um, because he didn't see things through the eyes of a politician. Uh, he's seen things through the eyes of a businessman, and actually just a regular everyday American, if you ask me. Even though he's rich, conceited, pompous, and uh, a lot of different things he has in the negative category as far as character goes, um, he didn't see the advantage or want to take advantage of people uh, the way that they are doing now. He still believed in the country uh, that he lived in and the greatness of America. Uh, being a land of opportunity, 
but more so being led of choice and freedom. And um, I've seen this this switch uh, that people uh, people just ignore or don't even care. Honestly, they don't even know to care uh, between um, Trump said and did and wanted to do, and what the Democratic Party was saying and was doing and saying they wanted to do. And um, Biden has done nothing but come in and done everything that Trump said we should have been doing the whole time. And I think that people, you know, the the kids going back to school thing is very important as a parent. I know it. Um, The kids should have been in school last year. Uh, It just is what it is. But no, since Trump was president, they had to do everything they possibly could do to make him look horrible. So, uh, you know, kids couldn't go to school because, you know, everybody was afraid. They used fear in that situation. Um, I think one of the biggest things is, you know, people are going to get sick from COVID-19. I've said this many, multiple times. People are going to get sick from COVID-19. People are going to die. And it's unfortunate. I looked at a study from uh, the American the AP, and they say this still it's a 1.8% chance, 1.8% of people die from COVID-19. So it's roughly, what, 98% of people live. Uh, I'm thankful enough to really only personally know one person uh, who has died from COVID-19. He was older, um, may have had some other complications. Everyone else I know who's had it, they've sent home and told just drink some fluids and um, you'll be okay. Uh, multiple times uh so which that is a blessing uh that that they did not have to go to the you know the the hospital situation the icu situation uh, they were able just to go home uh get some rest went through the pain but uh they came out on the other side and they're alive and they're living their lives and that's beautiful and 98 percent of the people who've gotten it have had the same exact outcome uh, I see all these stories about people who are dying. You know, they had cancer. Uh, they had, you know, you name it, a whole range of uh, sicknesses. You name it. And yes, they died from COVID-19. Well, we knew from day one that pre-existing conditions was going to be, you know, unfortunate uh, situation for anyone who had them. And, and they and they were they, and they contracted COVID-19. We knew that, you know, that was going to be a very, very hard fight if they survived. Um, they told us that from the beginning. A lot of people focused on trying to improve their health, um, which, you know, is good for them. But I think one of the biggest things people don't understand is nobody ever asked the questions of the genesis of how we well, how we even got the disease that we know as COVID-19. And um, I think if you, as I referenced before, listen to the argument that Rand Paul and Dr. Fauci had uh, about gain of function research and then. Um, there are some more videos out that have proven that we were sending money over to the Wuhan uh, Institute. They just not released, you know, came out uh, proof that says we were sending money over there and we were funding exactly what Rand Paul said we were funding. They just don't want to call it game of uh, uh, game of function research. Uh, but we were using human DNA and gene cells to see if it would be infected by, you know, uh, this disease that they were processing in bats. So that's real. <laughs> and I think that um, 
if you think about it from that point of view, uh, I have a funny feeling that if there was ever possible to go back and see the DNA and the genes that they use, the gene set, the human gene sets that they use and the human DNA uh, that they, you know, used to test, you know, this disease on, and you were able to test that, those DNA characters against the people who died, who did not have precondition, uh, pre-existing conditions for COVID-19, I think that you would um, stumble upon something that a lot of people wouldn't want, you know, to really come out. That we may have a situation where people uh, are really preconditioned due to their DNA that COVID-19 is going to be deadly for them or, or 10 times worse because unfortunately the disease was basically created using DNA markers uh, that they possess. Uh, and I, I think that's a, a big thing that no one even asks questions to because all thing we're told to do is just be afraid that you're going to die from COVID-19. Be afraid if you get it. You know, if you're unvaccinated, be afraid, be afraid, be afraid. Um, the disease does not stop transmission. Uh, the beautiful uh, lady from Michigan, the PhD doctor there, pointed that out uh, to the Michigan court, explaining to them the the vaccines do not stop transmission. So I understand being I understand being vaccinated. Don't get me wrong, I get it hundred percent as I've stated. It's it makes sense, right? Um, especially if you work in the medical field. If you're dealing with sick people, like teachers, it makes sense to be vaccinated. You know, I think that it should still be a choice to be vaccinated. And I think that what they're doing is unconstitutional. I think what Biden has done, especially considering um, to the private sector, uh, is just a, a, a massive overreach. Uh, because basically he's saying if you are not vaccinated, and you cannot work. And that is a complete just fallacy in America. Uh, what separates America from North Korea with that type of uh, logic? What separates America from China, from Russia? All the people that the America said they don't want to be and they're not like, etc. But yet, that's who we're becoming. Uh, and it's not to a certain extent, it's to a massive extent. It's definitely on the way. A full, a full fledged out dictatorship is what's happening in America right now. And I think that people are just sitting back because we're happy. We have cars, we have houses, we have, we make money. We, you know, we have all these things um, that these other countries don't have. You know, people, citizens, they don't have, they don't live the life that we live in America, you know, especially, especially materialistic lives. Uh, the gains that we have materialistic, you know, as for the materials, we have a lot of materials in America. We have a lot of material stuff. We have physical stuff you can hold on to. Um, and we were satiated with that. As a matter of fact, we're just driven to even get more materialistic stuff. You know, we, we love it. We love stuff. Uh, we love, you know, the bigger, the better. Uh, that's what America is about, right? Um, the land of dreams and you know, opportunity and everything, all of the stuff, you know, it's, it's, it's what we do. Um, but uh, we're really distracted by so much stuff that we do have and not realizing on the back end what they're taking away from us. Uh, anytime that they tell you you can't work if you don't have this vaccination, then that's a slippery slope. First is the COVID vaccine. 
Well, what about the flu vaccine? What about the common cold vaccine? Which is all three are forms of a, of a coronavirus. Um, well, not the same as COVID-19, no, but they are all forms of coronavirus. Um, I believe in wearing masks. I, I, I think masks are definitely warranted. Um, certain Asian populations have worn masks since, I remember the, the 80s, seen them on TV, like, why they got those masks on their face? <laughs> but they did because they have poor air, uh, air pollution. They have poor air quality. Uh, so they, they've worn them for a long time. And they've had various diseases that just pop up out of nowhere over there. And so they've always worn a mask. So it makes sense. And I think it makes sense in America um, to wear a mask with the coronavirus. So this is not, I'm not someone who thinks, oh, anti-vax, anti-max. No, it's not the thing. I think it's the choice you should definitely have as far as the vaccine goes for sure because it goes in your body and you just don't never know um and considering the fact that it doesn't stop the transmission of COVID-19 then it's really a incomplete situation because some people are not going to get COVID they're just not going to uh some people as we as we know they're not going to die from it either uh, I think a lot of people had COVID-19 before you even knew it was COVID-19 uh, if you think about uh, a lot of sicknesses and ailments that people had in 2018 and 2019, if you just, you know, they all, a lot of relate back. Um, and it's just one of those things that people people got to understand that, you know, it's not worth giving up everything just to say, I can go into a restaurant and eat my favorite taco, or I can go in a restaurant and eat my favorite Italian dish, whatever. Or, you know, uh, we can go to the club and get, you know, pissy drunk together now because we're all vaccinated. whoop de do, And that's, you know, who cares about whatever else? But what's coming down the line is forcing us to do everything that they want to do, period. Well, they're going to take everything from you if you don't. It is the beginning of a dictatorship and people just don't understand it. They don't see it. They don't want to see it. And I think that nothing, I'm going to say this, Biden is lying. And I think we just have a massive lack of common sense. Um, he talks about the job numbers. The job numbers are amazing. And they would even be more amazing if they wouldn't have shut down the whole country last year. And a lot, so many people lost their jobs. And so therefore you had, so that's why we have so many openings now. It's not the jobs that are being created. Jobs are trying to be backfilled because they were forced to, they were forced to fire people. So many businesses went out of business that it's it's we will never replicate that. We will, those businesses will never be placed, never be open. They ain't coming back. And so um, you know, we, we we're we're giving him credit for these job numbers that are amazing and just completely, you know, great and just fantastic. But in reality, it's false, it's a lie. Uh it's really something that would have had to happen regardless. Eventually, people are gonna have to go back to work. Uh, you know, once they once the government stop, you know, giving us uh, benefits, etc., the handouts that they have been putting out, people are gonna have to get back to work. There was no, there's no, you know, bypassing that fact. People still have to pay bills. People still have to, you know, buy the children stuff. People still have to do things that they're gonna have to make money to do. So you can't say that you're doing so much when a disaster was created and basically it's just nature just taking control 
that's what this is. It's just it's just nature. People have to go to work. <laughs> uh, that that is a fact. Um, there ain't nothing free in this world. Ain't nothing free in this country. Welfare only takes you so far. Uh, everybody's not going to be um, wanting to stay on welfare their whole life. So you know uh, the handout is going to work for a certain amount of people. It's not race related. It's just a certain mindset. People are going to want to get the handout. They're going to they're going to stay there for that. Uh, but that does not mean that uh, you know it's going to last forever. It's not. But I wonder. Uh, Janet Yellen was saying that America is about to go on you know default in October if they don't change the debt ceiling. Um, we have all these funds that they're allocating for everything else. And constantly, nobody's paying for anything, honestly. So I'm just really curious on how this is going to play out. Um, you got people, finance people, talking about, uh, well, we can no longer bail out the banks, but now it's going to bail in. So, you know, you have people worried about, now I don't have these problems because I don't have this type of money. So uh, the little bit of money I do have is, you know, should be uh, covered by the FDIC. But if you're if you're a million, if you have anything above two hundred fifty thousand dollars or two forty whatever it is in the bank, you might have some problems. Uh, hope not, of course. But if things don't work out the way we're looking for them to, uh, in our favor, then we're gonna have some problems in America. That's the real talk. Uh, you know how it goes. Uh, balancing your own checkbook. If you can't, you know, make it balance, and you know things start bouncing bouncing around and you trying to you out there you know like a basketball player trying to catch them balls and you know get them back under control and uh, hopefully America doesn't go through that because I you know all the people that we do owe money to we borrow from they're gonna have to collect and America's building a big debt and I think that's more important those things what Joe need to be talking about uh, but it's not because they're not focused on any of that um, the Texas voting law thing um, yeah, I'm not gonna get into that. That's a different video. Um, but I do think the I do think it's ignorant, uh, honestly, as far as the kickback, uh, the pushback on it. And I think a lot of things that were put uh, in place for the first part of the pandemic, when we thought it was gonna be temporary, when people didn't have enough common sense to understand that a, a disease uh, like a virus does not go away. A virus once created is there to stay and it's going to continue to mutate. It's always going to be around. You don't get rid of it. We will never be rid of COVID-19. They're finally starting to say that in the news. They're finally starting. Uh, the doctors they they have approved uh, to be able to talk uh, has finally started saying, you know, we might as well get used to COVID-19. It is here to stay because it is. And for all the hoorah that Joe did last night, um, the FDA has approved the Pfizer vaccination. The FDA will approve all of the vaccinations that are coming up. And at that point, they will no longer be free. Um, we probably have about one more good round of free vaccinations. Uh, maybe the first booster shot will be free. After that, the vaccines will not be free anymore. Uh, the vaccines are going to be um, taxed to your insurance plan of some sort, et cetera. They will not be free. The test will not be free. All right. He said that, you know, they're getting uh, tests to Walmart. Uh, Walmart drugstores are going to sell them at cost. And they're going to do it for about 90 days, probably, maybe three months. 
uh, which is about five ninety days, maybe maybe six months. I don't know, but it's not going to be for life. Uh, they're going to want to make that money back because we are a capitalist country. So um, that's one thing that will never change. You may become uh, under a dictatorship, but capitalism will always be the rule of finance. So um, right now, people are you know oh it's free and this and other. People got to understand. The vaccine is only eight months protection for the most part. As we become more and more vaccinated, comfortable with having the vaccine, we're going to be on a constant drip of booster shots. Therefore, you're going to have to constantly pay for these booster shots to be admitted into whatever it is you, you want to enjoy. So let's, let's, let's not look at 2021. Let's look at 2023. When you're you're now on booster cycle four, all right, and your vaccination passport has got to stay up to date in order for you to be included in anything you want to be included in. That is pressure. That is another financial bill, another financial responsibility responsibility that you now have. Um, People, look at what you're doing. Um, if you're allowing them just to continually tell us, you've got to do this, you've got to, you got to, you got to, you got to. You are taking all of the responsibility off of yourself for controlling your life and basically putting that responsibility onto the government. And it is what it is. We're going to be stuck with government control and people are just not even going to understand what they've even done to their lives until it's too late, until it does really affect them. And they'll start asking themselves, how did we get to this point? How did this happen? Well, it was all good just a couple of years ago. He was like, yeah, we need to force this on everybody. Yeah, it was all good back then. Well, you did not even look at none of the numbers. You didn't do any of the research. And something else that makes me upset is stop I always talk about people of color. People of color, we've really got to, because they're dumb. They don't understand what's happening because they're people of color. That's that's ignorant, man. People of color, black people, brown people, whatever, whatever your people of color, you know, you fit into that pool of being. Stop letting them talk to you like you are ignorant. The leaders who are in power, that are people of color, need to push back on that whole type of mindset the only white people understand the fact that vaccinations are important which is completely false because a lot of white people are amongst the people not vaccinated so don't it, it, it is such a uh it is such a rock in the face if you ask me it really is um there's an insult on our intelligence it's an insult on just our our are even being alive. And I, I think that, you know, everything that black, brown, and every other color other than white uh, has accomplished in America, uh, in this world, uh, to sit, still sit back and specifically identify something as a people of color problem is racist. And I ain't one to use that word. I just throw it out there. I don't believe in using race car for everything because I think, you know, that's a fallacy, honestly. But that's the way it is. And uh, 
it's just pathetic. Uh, so, you know, at some point, I wish that black politicians would just stand up, regardless of the party, and say, look, people of color is not a, a term that you should be using to just code a whole, you know, whole group of people in that some people may not have done something. So since you just, since obviously not all black people have gotten vaccinated, duh, not, not all of anything have gotten vaccinated. So it's just, we're Americans, period. Just leave it at that, man. And that, and that needs to go across the board. And I think, you know, we need somebody to call it out. Uh, somebody from the Democratic Party needs to stop being, so I know they farms, I know they're on a farm and they're just, you know, doing what they do. They build the hay, they do everything they're supposed to do uh, to keep, you know, the farm going. But at some point they need to just step up and be like, nah, you know, we are, I'm a, I've gotten elected to be a senator, a congressman, a mayor, a governor. Uh, I have enough common sense to understand what I need to do to run the things I need to run. And I have a funny feeling that everybody else who looks like me does too. So, um, you know, it, it, it's just, it's to me, it's mind blowing to think that all this type of stuff still goes, still goes unchecked. Um, mainly because somebody's saying it, y'all love him, but you really don't. He's just not the alternative of, you know, what she was told was bad and evil. Uh, and that's really basically, that basically sums that up. Um, I hope that, you know, people who are affected by COVID-19 hope they live. And I hope that they definitely do survive this and, and live a fruitful life after it. Um, the monoclonal, that's a long word. I'm not going to try to say it, but you know what I'm talking about. Uh, antibodies um, seems to be a great thing. Uh, and I hope everybody in America gets some that needs some. Uh, make it available. Uh, that's great. Good job, Joe. Hand claps. Um, but what about 2023? And that's, I think, where we need to look at it. Uh, everybody's worried about today. Nobody's worried about tomorrow. And the, the real what's going to happen. Now, I will say this. If if Joe Biden and the powers to be made a promise and made it law that the vaccine and boosters and any treatment for COVID-19 would be free for life, including this, var this different variants, et cetera, hey, I'm on board. I would say I would, I would be the first person to cheerlead and be like, hey, man, it makes sense. Go do it. Everybody should do it. It should be done. You sh this should be your choice to go do it because it makes sense. And, you know, it's not, you know, going to be, uh, you know, any type of burden on you later on, et cetera. There's not nothing hiding there. Or even better, if they decide to give everybody, you know, 20 shares of Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, AstraZeneca, if they decide to say, you know what, along with the vaccination, we're going to give you 20 shares because, yeah, you are making these billions of dollars for these people. We're forcing you to make these billions for them to be able to make these billions of dollars. You know, I don't need a donut. <laughs> Eating a donut is going to help probably proceed to you having that pre-existing pre condition that helped kill you from COVID. But those 20 shares of the pharmacy company, well, they're making the billions of dollars uh, off of these vaccines. Uh, they'll go quite a long way. Now that is a, that's that's an incentive, uh, you know, 
So uh, that's about all I got to say about that. Uh, we're trying to stay under 30 minutes, so I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, but uh, that's it. Look at it. Stop the fear mongering. Stop being you know, scared of everything and understand that's not about today. It really is about tomorrow and how it's going to affect everybody. Because all this stuff is still new. We're only a year and a half in, and we don't even know what you're dealing with. So that's it. Uh, I ain't made none of this up. You can look it all up. <laughs> Check the numbers. Watch the videos. Uh, I don't think Rand Paul and Dr. Fauci are a conspiracy theorist situation. Um, so you do the math. Uh, I don't think the American press is a conspiracy theory, uh, conspiracy theory situation. So, you know, check the numbers, watch the videos, do the math for yourself, and you make a determination. But stop being living in fear and, and thinking the government is going to just take care of you for life. It's not going to happen. With that, I'm out. Later.